0: I'm Claire. And I'm Emma. Welcome to Rich Text, a podcast about our cultural obsessions, like Reese Witherspoon's return to the mid-budget rom-com.
1: That's right. If you're listening today, you're already a paid subscriber to our audio and written newsletter, Rich Text. Thank you, as always, for being here. You quite literally make our work possible.
0: We're here today to talk about the new Netflix romantic comedy, Your Place or Mine, starring Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. And if you haven't noticed already, my throat sounds like it was run over by a cheese grater. I do have a really weird, terrible cold this week. Apologies in advance <laughs> for the low energy and rough voice and probably some sneezes.
1: We persevere.
0: <laughs> we do what we can. This is what happens when you start like doing things with your life again. Just Especially like, when
1: your immune system is just not used to the onslaught
0: anymore. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I think this is yet another daycare cold because Max had it first and then Greg had it. And, yeah, I you know, honestly I think I, I
1: got sick it. at the same time, honestly, in part by chance, because I was recently hanging out with my friend and her baby who had a series
0: of colds. And I'm You've like... you got to stay away from babies. I'm telling you, I... Forgot how bad colds could be for years until we encountered daycare. Because we, like, also had
1: this idea during
0: COVID that,
1: like, COVID was the only illness. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, right. Colds can be horrible and last for two weeks.
0: (laughs) I just don't think I used to get colds. Like, I've been bedridden by colds. Like, literally bedridden by colds several times over the last two years i don't remember that happening when i was like in my 20s just bouncing around so let's try to get into this the topic at hand the topic at hand which was i will say a perfect movie to watch while you're almost too sick to watch netflix which is kind of the state that i watched it in i'm telling you You it's been years since since i've had a cold so bad i couldn't watch tv (laughs) yeah you barely need to pay attention but i did for you for you and for you we're dedicated we're dedicated so we open in 2003 debbie played by reese witherspoon and peter played by ashton kutcher are hooking up passionately on a couch after poker night with their friends they're like quirky captions on the screen with arrows pointing out all the fashion hallmarks of the era honestly
1: i feel like this was these were some of the most
0: effective jokes in the whole film I just was like, just let them be there. Like, I don't think you even need the captions. She has flat ironed hair. She has three layered shirts on. He's got a wallet chain. You're t- almost telling the joke twice by pointing it out with the captions. But yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I was like, this is
1: it's kind of cute and funny. Also, like, LOL, clearly they're playing their younger selves. Like there, there is almost like a winkiness that I didn't mind there.
0: I just, it, it wasn't always, necessary. I'm always here for some early aughts fashion humor, which is funny because the early aughts are back now. Like, it's cool again. We fully come around to the point between when they put the movie together I know. and when we're seeing it, where like <laughs> the early aughts are fashionable again.
1: Yeah, you're like, oh no, everyone's layering. All of their tank tops again. It's <laughs> happening. The jeans are so low.
0: They're like, get a load of these losers in their layered shirts and their flat ironed hair. And meanwhile, the naughties are back in a big way. Peter takes Debbie into her room and is like, wow, you've got so many books. And she's like, yeah, I'm a big reader. And he's like, well, I plan to be a big writer one day. And starts telling her about how he's written like 23 short stories. I'm sorry if a man
1: did this when we were hooking up. We would not remain friends. I would be like, that dude fucking – sucks and asked me to read his short fiction well
0: he's gotta go you're a writer living in new york so this is probably like half the guys that tried (laughs) to hook up with you in your 20s you're just like oh wow you wrote short fiction how unique how incredible thank you for sharing your gift or uh, oh my god or just the men that would like try to date you but then also be like
1: oh you work at huffpost like do you want to do you want to do free editing work for me (laughs) as a treat
0: definitely
1: Or, or the ones who would just Casually give you a paragraph of feedback on your latest essay. Yeah, that did happen to me. Wow. Yeah. Well,
0: but you made the mistake. You didn't just read. You also wrote. Right. And as a woman, you should really be more of a reader. Reading is for women. <laughs> that's what I'm learning. Writing that's is for I'm men. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the main themes of the movie. He's like, "Wow, how did you get to be so awesome?" And she's like, "You don't have to say that. I'm still gonna have sex with you." and presumably they do so. Cut to today. Debbie and Peter are now bi-coastal best friends. The hookup never happened again. It was never repeated. They just became platonic buddies, but they talk for what seems to be like hours every day all through their respective routines, like waking up, Getting dressed, eating breakfast. They're just on speakerphone with each other. Is
1: this daily or is this just because it's Peter's birthday? It's a little unclear. Maybe it was just a little extra because it was his birthday. (laughs) They definitely talk a lot either way. Yeah. Uh, and And also Debbie is very clearly aggrieved that he ditched California for a
0: soulless city like New York he's afraid of earthquakes and so he had to leave la he had to move to new york where it's safe and she's still in her her rambling california home that is where she lived in her early 20s when they initially hooked up and she still lives there but now she has a middle school age son jack and an ex-husband why does she refuse to update the kitchen for 20 years I mean, I wouldn't. It's a great kitchen. I was like, why did they keep making fun of the kitchen? Like, she has an extreme. This is just like a classic scenario where someone has kind of an aspirational home outside of the movie, but within the movie, within the movie, they're like, your kitchen is disgusting, and I'm like, I would renovate my whole kitchen to make it look like this. It seems like a Pinterest board image. It's painted in, like, cool turquoise. It's got cool architectural features. It's cluttered, but in an aesthetic way. And it's there, like, why have you, too like, many notes, raised everything you know. and replaced it with plain white everything, I guess, is the idea. Why doesn't your kitchen look like the kitchen of my brand new gleaming penthouse in Dumbo, which is where he lives? So she's still in this home. She now has her son Jack, her Ex husband is a Roland Rolling Stone. He is a mountain climber and has a sexy young mountain climbing girlfriend, and I guess just isn't around anymore ever because he's always mountain climbing. And so she's just doing that solo parenting thing.
1: I was like, we got to focus back on her shitty ex husband because seriously, this
0: man seems terrible. I kept getting distracted by this. I was like, you're a great mom, but wouldn't a great mom? try a little bit harder to keep her child's father involved in his life I'm like, like she's like go he- have your adventures i don't care and i'm like no he is your child's father also
1: like he better be at least sending you a lot of money this is really neglectful i don't oh, like it it's not good it seems like he's not because she, she has can't to even afford
0: her child's eczema me- medicine so yeah it right. really doesn't seem good without getting a special accounting degree But even so, money does not replace having a dad, and she seems pretty blasé about the emotional damage that abandonment from father figure is going to have on Jack. Meanwhile, as we mentioned, Peter has moved to New York. He has this massive, gleaming apartment in one of those new high-rise-type buildings that they started putting in all the good close-to-the-city neighborhoods in Brooklyn, where he can just see the skyline, you know, and treat like a hotel room. He doesn't have any photos. He doesn't have any silverware. Well,
1: Claire, that's what we do in New York. We don't open our cutlery.
0: Why would you open your cutlery when takeout usually comes with a plastic fork? Like,
1: we don't. We just don't. We don't use
0: our homes.
1: It's just not what we do here in a soulless,
0: non-reader city like New York. No touches of home in New York. (laughs) This really felt like this movie felt like LA's revenge on New York. And we'll come back to that. But every stereotype that New Yorkers have about people in LA has been completely reversed. It's like, oh, superficial, shallow, obsessed with modern finishes and overt signifiers of wealth at the expense of, you know, history and character. That's, all shit that new yorkers will say about la but in the movie that is new york and la is like warm homey history (laughs) like quirks reading real reading not just arranging your books by color on your shelf so they've remained very close and they're about to have a week together because debbie is planning a week-long trip to new york to get an accounting degree You just listened to a free preview
1: of this week's Rich Text podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to the rest of this week's podcast and our entire Rich Text back catalog, you can become a paying subscriber at claireandemma.substack.com.
0: If not, you can still enjoy our free weekly recommendations.
1: Rich Text is hosted, produced, and edited by us, Claire Fallon and Emma Gray. You can find the written version of Rich Text at claireandemma.substack.com. You can find us on Instagram at Claire and Emma Pod, and you can find our other podcast, Love to See It, over at Stitcher and wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as on TikTok and Twitter at Love to See It Pod. You can also find us individually
0: at Claire E. Fallon and at Emma Lady Rose. Thanks for listening.